welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. My name is Isaac Edlin, I am one of the six Infinity Bros, and with me today I have a very special guest. It is the one true nerd king, Phil Taylor. How are you doing, Phil? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I sincerely appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm having... I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, so you can probably hear a little bit of hoarseness in my voice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, me too. And so if you cord. guys hear some coughing, you're just going to have to buck up and get through it because uh, it's both of us <laughs> coming for both of us right now. We will so. do our best to mute and pull all those things out of any <laughs> recording post. Yeah. It's it's that time of year, you know, it's going mm. around. So, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, but we are uh, very happy to have you on, Phil. Um, Thank you. We talked a little bit on our Patreon exclusive portion. If you want to, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon for unedited uh, access to our podcast episodes and other exclusive content. It is uh, well worth it from patron Scott Higa. He uh, really likes to listen to us, shoot the breeze and uh, hang out. So uh, yeah, you can check that out on the link in the show notes. Um, Phil, before we kind of get rolling here, I did want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and uh, we'll definitely have some links in the show notes to to your content as well. But who who is one true nerd king? Oh, very sad man. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> hello, my name is Phil. I'm a cancer. I like long walks in the park. Hands. <laughs> um, you know, I'm uh, I'm I am. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of came. I, I I came to the social media community um, as a a place to escape, and also as a bit of a as 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 a bit of like a um, almost like a dare, right? I I was I was a part of a a, a two person set that was trying to um, do something similar to what I'm doing now, and he 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 told me he's just like listen. I'm the face of the franchise. I'm the voice of the community. People trust me. You just do the computer stuff. Be the man at the be the man at the chair. Just, you know, do that job. I've got this. Hold my beer kind of thing. <laughs> because nobody will ever trust you the way they trust me. Look at look at me, Phil. I I have I have over 3000 followers. You will never be able to be trusted like this <laughs> 61,000 followers later you so that was the dare right um mm-hmm. and in all honesty it was but but what brought me even before that though to um comics was you know a love of that with my daughter we we would read comics together and um i had i yeah i I took a job in streaming and video production and um, i wanted to learn more about it and the best way to learn about it was to jump in and just start to do it right and not Mm -hmm. um and, and not to experiment with other people's money and other people's things i decided to just tinker with my my own and i got an instagram account and I started messing around with streaming and going live and making reels and doing posts. And, you know, one thing led to another and um, I've, I've, I've been blessed to get to go to like different comic conventions and um, be guests at things and and get to meet people like you and, and and jump in on other shows. And it's been fantastic. I've, I make memes. 
I do jokes. I do silly reels. I drop news. I am the other half. I am. I'm the more. Um, I am the more tech uh, half of a relationship with a good friend of mine, Rage Theo, who is a seller, and we do. Um, uh, we we do go to uh, sell collections on site for different people that are looking to move large amounts of books because a lot of people have to go through consignment, or they sell to a shop, or they they sell to somebody they don't really make the money that they could have. Um, and we go out and we bring our Instagram communities with us and we help them find those buyers, you know. Um, so I I I'm kind of I guess I can't say I'm not a a seller anymore because I participate in that as uh-huh. the other half. But generally though, I don't I don't have my whatnot page. I don't have an eBay page. I don't I don't sell my own stuff on Instagram on my own account. Um, I'm a part of a, a dynamic duo. Um, more of the Robin in that aspect, mm-hmm. I will say too. Theo's definitely the <laughs> Batman. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm just here for the funds, man. I I I like creating content. I love comics. Um, I love nerd culture. I'm a huge sci-fi fan. I'm a big I'm a big big trekker. I am uh, a huge Star Wars fan. Um, as my friends would say, if it has the word star in it, Phil loves it. You know, star Galactica, Stargate, mm-hmm. Star, star Trek, star. Last Starfighter, you know, whatever. If it's got Hold the back. word star in it, Phil's there, Phil's you know, there. and uh, uh, something to that effect. You know, um, you I'm I'm just that I'm just that kind of uh, a geek. I, I remember growing up wanting to be an astronaut and um, I had a big old mural of the discovery on the back of my wall as a child, you know, so space was always it for me. So um, sci-fi I was there for and comics kind of came along with that. So I'm a sci-fi nerd first and I'm a comic books one second, but I'm, I'm definitely there. Definitely there. Long for the ride. Nice. Yes. And we, I mean, we love your content. That's how we came across you in the first time is uh, reels on Instagram. We started getting into, you know, TikTok reels, YouTube shorts, all that kind of stuff a couple mm-hmm. years ago as well. And, you know, came across your content you make some amazing, awesome, funny content. So we're, we're glad to have you on the show and finally get to meet you. So thank you for joining us. It's, it's an honor. Yes, I do appreciate it. I, I remembered finding your page a long while back and thinking to myself, you know what? If I keep on working on this crap, one day I can be guest <laughs> on like on podcasts like this. Cause I'm never going to have the cojones to, do a show on my own or anything <laughs> like that, you know, and like maybe mm-hmm. I'll get to be friends with guys like this and I'd be a guest on a show. And well, here, here I am. You did here it. Here I made am. it. <laughs> I made it. This is this is the mountaintop, folks. This is the mountaintop. Yep. Peace. That's, I'm out. <laughs> that's awesome. We're we're happy to have you on. So yeah, you can retire after you record this podcast. I'm done. There I'm done. This is it. <laughs> this is, it does not get higher. This is it. This is it. Listeners, we are here to review Loki episodes five and six, which we are very excited to talk about. But we do have a few things we want to chat about first. Number one is a segment that I actually didn't prepare you for, Phil. It is our Infinity Gauntlet. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you can make any flavor cheese it, what would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. 
So in the Infinity Gauntlet, we uh, put our guests through the gauntlet. Um, We each come up with a question to ask you, and uh, we'll see if you're still standing by the end of the gauntlet. Oh, man, I'm going to fail this right now. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me me pull up Google real fast. Okay, Um, I'm I'm ready. There you go. Okay, here we go. Number one question. This is from Infinity Bro Max. We actually mentioned this, uh, talked a little bit on the Patreon version about this, but Peter Parker or Miles Morales. That's it. Which one? Oh, it's really hard nowadays, man, because I am starting to really fall in love with Miles mm-hmm. and Peter for so long. Yeah. I do have to say, I do have to say Peter Parker. I do. Okay. I do. But it's becoming very close for me. Right. I do have a very personal connection with Peter Parker in, in a story with me and my daughter that we'll avoid. But, um, and that's the only reason why I'm hanging on to it because I find Miles more more interesting and dynamic, right? Because I feel like we've explored yeah. everything about Peter. Uh, right, exactly. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, and you guys can go back to our Patreon uh, episode to hear more about that because mm. uh, we had a little chat about that. So Very little chat, a long yeah. little chat. It could have it could have been longer, but, you know, if, if we spent all the time talking about the things that we like to on this, I mean, we could be talking for hours and hours. So and divorce and, and have yeah. nothing else to tell it for because <laughs> everybody would have left us and we're still here talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still here. We're still right. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she left me. I have no dog that took the truck. Everything's gone. But we're we're ready to move on now to Spider-Man 2099 <laughs> played by Here's episode 190 of the Infinity Bros podcast, your 27-hour uh, episode, just where we continually talk about all the things. <laughs> Anyways, number two. This is from Infinity Bro Mark. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Fan ca- this is interesting because this is something I was going to talk to you about, uh, about nerd news. But fan cast the Fantastic Four for the MCU and pick two villains and cast them as well. Okay, number one. Number one. 100% has to be Henry Cavill as Dr. Doom. Ooh, yes. Okay. okay. I, I don't, everything else, everything else can be anything else. All right. There is nothing to the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe without Dr. Doom. Oh Dr. Gosh. Doom is the most pivotal casting to. To, to anything. I, I don't care who the fuck's Wolverine. I don't care who the fuck is going to be Magneto. I don't care who's going to be Mr. Fantastic. I don't care who's <laughs> going to be the new Iron Man. Dr. Doom uh. has to be it. So, Dr. Doom, Henry Cavill, I mean, he's got, he's got grace, the looks, the elegance that Doom had. Victor was this pompous highest beautiful man that gets scarred and he's so ashamed that he's always hiding behind a mask yes i know nobody wants to hide henry cavill behind a mask but you know nobody would want to really do that with ryan reynolds and here we are so you know it it, it can it can work all right Mm -hmm. but henry's henry's got that build and stature doom is no small shirk of a man you know he is intimidating dude you get scared when you see him in that outfit you know, you can't just throw anybody in there. So, yeah, Henry Cavill, number one. 
It would appear that Pedro Pascal has been cast as Mr. Fantastic. According that was, to that was the news now. going around today. So, well, that Pedro wasn't, Pascal. that wasn't the rumor. Comicbook.com just reported Pedro Pascal, um, as, as cast as official. Wow. Um, so I don't know. We will have to see. I, I we'll, we'll have to see what it is that's yeah, with really all happened. the stuff that we've just had going around with the casting of Fantastic Four. I'm okay with just sitting on that and waiting until we get some. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm 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 okay <laughs> waiting. I'm okay waiting. But yeah, I I if I had to choose, I still really loved. I really loved the guy. Um, he did that. He's doing that show on Netflix where he's stalking that girl. At any rate, I I, I can't. I, he's he's basically <laughs> a stalker. I can't remember what it's called now, so we're just gonna we're just gonna skip past it. Okay. Um, and I'm running and I'm running short on everybody else's names <laughs> as far as actors go and actresses. I just know who. I just know what they played in. Right. Um, the yeah. girl from Mission Impossible. Um, the to play Mrs. Fantastic. I mean, these aren't fan casts. These are also supposed to like casting rumors. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Who was Eddie in uh, Stranger Things? Who died? Um, he'll he'll be uh, Johnny Storm or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I think if I had to cast another Fantastic Four villain, Mole Man, Mole Man. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that so, definitely needs to happen. Honestly, honestly, I, I, I really, I, <laughs> Fantastic Four. I mean, you know, you see it, you see it on my. Okay, I do care about the the, the actual Four. casting of the Fantastic Four. Whatever, but we need Henry Cavill as Doom, and we need Danny DeVito as Mole Man. That's Seriously, all that matters. Those would be the two <laughs> best guys. To play oh my god! That would be so funny, though. Dead either of those roles. Man. Oh my gosh! Even if, even if, even if it's just like he just digs up at the like, just like in the Incredibles, <laughs> just he just comes up at the wrong pops place. Out, right? He pops up. He's like, "Damn it, wrong spot!" You know, even if it's just that, <laughs> it just goes right back down. Just I would be okay man. with it. It'd be hilarious. I, so yeah, yeah. Those are those are my hundred percent in on that. That's that sounds incredible. All right, here we go. Another one is from Infinity Bro. Jarrett, you're in charge of making a new flavor of Game Fuel. What is it? So I don't know if you're familiar with Game Fuel. That's like the Mountain Dew, like kind of energy oh. drink, Okay, I guess. All so right. energy drink. Let's just let's say energy drink. If you're new to making a new flavor of energy drink, what is it? Strawberry watermelon. Uh, okay. You know, I, I solid. Are yeah, you like a sweet, I'm... sweet guy? Like, do you like the like really, really sweet like sodas, or are you uh, more of a dude? I'm a I'm I'm a Guinness guy, right? I drink lagers. <laughs> I'm with you. I hate, beers. <laughs> I hate hoppy too. beers. Like, if you come at me with an IPA, I'm gonna stick it where you. I don't pee afterwards. Um, but I. Wow, it I, sounds I, like you're describing me right now. I I you know. <laughs> I enjoy a Mountain Dew once in a blue moon, but it like gives me a sore throat now that I've gotten older because I, I know that I, I shouldn't drink them anymore. Um, but there was my teeth now that I'm old. There was just... one. There was one cider. It was a pear cider that I used to drink back in Britain um, when I would go back, and it was I can't remember, but it's a pear cider with strawberry in it, and it was freaking amazing. And I'll Sounds tell you delicious. this, my friend, two of those, 
I can drink like six or seven Guinnesses pints. No problem. I'm a big guy. I'm six, three, 280 pounds, big dude. Right. And I can, I can put away a few drinks, but man, I remember going to a, a club on wine street in Swansea and I was introduced to these drinks and I have, I, I was just killing them. I mean, I could drink them like water. So if they were delicious <laughs> fast. And then all of a sudden you are just, just zero to 60. <laughs> just gone. Cause you know, ciders have a hell of a lot more alcohol than, than just a regular mm-hmm. beer. Just, just and hits you. I'm just, I'm just being a fool. And <laughs> yeah. So if I had to, if I had to make one thing that it would be mm-hmm. like a pear cider, strawberry thing like people like you it. don't know it was crazy you don't know until you know <laughs> you don't know until you're gone <laughs> don't you don't know until you blacked out woke up the next day. <laughs> yeah all right last one we have here is from infinity bro zane he says if you could prove the existence of a cryptid which one would you pick and why a what a cryptid so like a you know like a legendary monster bigfoot oh okay so we're, we're getting monster, we're getting know. magic D D. like some of the things yeah. that i'm very sure. super novice in super novice in. <laughs> sure so repeat the question for me i apologize if you could prove the existence like if one existed and we're just like searching for it whatever oh, God. which one would you pick and why if if one monster were to be ru- were real, to be real and you could prove it right i could prove it <sighs> because most monsters scare the hell out of me <laughs> not a horror guy for good reason, right? Because <laughs> I'm I am a big dude. I don't get to hide from them very easily, right? And nah. being a big guy as well, I don't run very fast either. Mm-hmm. So usually I'm like the first to go down. Um <laughs> so I'm gonna want to pick something that hopefully isn't going to hate me as much. True. Um, yeah. you know, I, I would actually I, I would actually probably in this case have to pick and hope for the Harry and the Hendersons version of it, but I'd go with Bigfoot. Just okay. because I would hope for the Harry and the Hendersons version, you <laughs> just know, the, yeah, the happy just, go lucky, uh, you know, just had the six's head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I could, so, I could see that. <laughs> just hope. I mean, I'm more definitely more the John Lithgow kind of like a hole guy that would be in there living with him and be super angry about everything all the time. But, but, but. <laughs> But you're the straight guy and Bigfoot's the I mean, I don't I don't want a vampire. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen I've seen those because I mean I don't believe in the sparkly vampires. I believe in the vampire vampires, and those aren't the ones they're that real, they're those are real those are gonna look at me like a like a sizzler, right? I'm a buff guy. <laughs> There's so much of him we can eat for weeks, folks. So <laughs> don't want that. Um, you know, Wolfman, I mean, I guess it's not terrible three, two to three days of every single month. That might be okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe, right. maybe I go back. Maybe I take that. Maybe, I, but unfortunately to prove it, I mean, I'd be somewhere remotely around the area. Um, I just, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe if I could just put a GoPro on him, <laughs> like people do with yeah. their dogs. Well, and maybe, <laughs> you know, it's kind of the same deal with Bigfoot. Like maybe he's like teen wolf, like, you know, just super chill, like basically a normal guy when he yeah. turns into a werewolf. And, That'd be freaking dope. You know? That would be great. That would be great. I'd be okay with that. Um, But I wouldn't want ghosts because, you know, I mean, I'm already paranoid about enough things watching me with all the things I do with like social media and video. Um, I I don't need to worry about invisible people, too. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, no. But no. Yeah. So so Bigfoot, Bigfoot or uh, or a werewolf? 
Bigfoot or a werewolf, um, those are the two things I would go with. I'm not going to go like all Cthulhu or Deep mm-hmm. Lores or Ooh, anything yeah. like that. Uh, yep. I'd, I'd like to steer clear of um, demigorgons <laughs> and all the other mm. fun stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff that's going to eat you immediately when, when yeah. it sees you. Yeah. And my oh, daughter's my, my daughter's just uh, she just went to D and D camp over the summer, so she's really to wow. try and teach me how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Finally, I've never you know. Heard. Okay, I will say like I, I came at Dungeons and Dragons from you know almost the same angle as you, like zero, none, no experience at all. And Jarrett, one of our Infinity Bros, is like big D and D guy, mm-hmm. and so he like brought all of us on like basic. We basically did a campaign with all of us and. He was like basically the only one with any D and D experience, and it was, so it was a blast. Like, it was actually, like it was yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, it was a blast. It was really fun. So you you kind of got to just roll with it, like just go with you know everything that's going on. Otherwise, I feel like it definitely is possible to not enjoy yourself as much as as possible. I, but, I just need to find a lot of people to play with. You know, that's true. Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should just try Baldur's Gate three for a little while first. And then <laughs> a lot of people, maybe. I downloaded it for the PlayStation five. I have not touched it yet, but I've watched like an hour and a half long tutorial. It looks on great. It honestly, I've, I've, I've not played it yet, but it looks awesome. I definitely want to get into it as well too. So, yeah, but yeah, that's a, I mean, that's like basically D and D in video game format. So there you go. I, that might be how I learned then we'll get to work on that. We'll get to work <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. There you go. Well, congratulations, Phil. You made it through the infinity gauntlet i was really afraid this was going to be like a q a thing and everybody was going to be like <laughs> you know um you failed all those questions <laughs> wrong nerd wrong, wrong he is not nerd maybe still but i always threaten people that no. we're going to kick them off the podcast if they don't answer correctly but you know i didn't have to do that for you so. <sighs> well i appreciate that i appreciate it. as soon as it kind of became like a one or the other i'm like this is opinion. Oh. Okay, we're cool. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, a, just a little kind of get to know you segment for our guests. So there you go. You made it through the Infinity Gauntlet. Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, Phil. Well, thank you very much. I do <laughs> I do appreciate being here. I am excited. I am excited. Hopefully there's going to be like some background applause in the background. When we, yes, yes. When we some cheering. <laughs> exactly. So, and listeners, you are also welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast. We're going to be talking about Loki episodes five and six and kind of recap in the season a little bit. But first, I do want to make you aware we have a very special rating system. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity snap. Our rating system is is so like out there one of our guys routinely rates things like 6.9 out of six we've had multiple people on our podcast rate things like zero out of six so like it's basically completely arbitrary but it's it's just yeah just want you to be aware let's get into it we're going to be talking loki episodes five and six this is your official spoiler warning if you have not seen the show make sure you pause this and come back and uh, listen to it later this is Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. All right, before we get going into five and six, I do want to get your opinion on Loki season one and then the first half of season two. What did you think of both of those projects? Phenomenal. So far? 
Um, I think the only thing that was wrong with episode with uh, season one was episode three. I it was a bit it was a little long. I understand the building of it and why it was long, but I still hated it and this sucked. Um, but everything else was fantastic uh, about that season and the way it ended. It made me extremely excited about Marvel television. Except until that point, all we had had is WandaVision and Wind Falcon and the Winter Soldier, both of which were one was good, and the other was really not. And um, Man, now that you mentioned that, I totally forgot about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was just thinking like WandaVision straight to Loki, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, it went it went to Falcon Winter Soldier, man. And that that pacing was so crazy. And and this was this was more intellectual. This was more deep. Um, We got to know characters and I enjoyed it. And I I loved season one. Season one was my favorite. It was eclipsed a little bit by Werewolf by Night. And then season two happened and then season two happened. And season two has made Loki the number one of all things Disney plus for me followed closely by werewolf by night. And then, you know, we, we kind of talked on Patreon about all my other rankings of Disney plus shows, mm-hmm. but yes, on a scale of one to six, Loki is overall a six for me. Love it that. is a six. It is, it is, it is. You're counting like season one and two program. together, like all, all together. It's a six. Well, uh, I'll say, I'll say my all together up until episodes five and six. Cause we haven't reviewed those yet. Sure. It's a six. Thank that's you. Good. Appreciate that. Yeah, okay. that's good. Right. That's good. <laughs> Great. I'm pretty much on the same boat. Like, love season one. I'd say there were maybe like some slight pacing issues. And we've been talking about that with all these Disney, Disney Plus Marvel shows. Like the six episode format just wasn't working for them. Plus the fact that they didn't have actual like TV showrunners, you know, a bunch of different combinations kind of played into that factor, I think. But mm-hmm little bit a weird pacing, but I think still overall Loki season one was like, I think it was number two on my list before season two happened. And then I rewatched season one before mm-hmm. season two. And I was like, man, maybe this is my favorite Disney plus project because I think my other thing up there is moon Knight. I love moon Knight, And a lot of people are kind of like, yeah, back and forth on that one. But after rewatching Loki season one, I was like, dang, this is really good. Mm-hmm. So I think it is my favorite. And that was before even season two started. Yeah. So season two starts and I'm on the same page. Like this is, this is phenomenal. Like great character building. I mean, Tom Hiddleston is incredible. The dude has carried this show to, you know, where we are ranking it right now, like our number one Disney plus project. So pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. Werewolf by Night also, by the way, up there for me as well. I love that one as well. If that, if I'm including that, cause I always kind of think in terms of like the shows and then the special presentations are kind of more in the movie category for me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm ranking Werewolf by night up there, that one's probably honestly number one until mm-hmm. season two of Loki. So. <laughs> and that's what it was for until yeah. <laughs> asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. season Season two drops. I mean, first four episodes are phenomenal. Episode four ends on that big cliffhanger of like, boom, the loom explodes. And we're all like, holy crap. <laughs> like, uh, this might be the wildest thing that's ever happened in the MCU since Endgame. Like, this is mm-hmm. this is pretty nuts. So what did you think of that moment leading into episode five? I loved it. It felt like that was 
to me, the beginning of Secret Wars, I feel like that was an incursion event between us and this other universe that we're going to start really colliding with. That's to me is what it what it was a signally what 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 it felt like more than anything. Um, and I remember because that was the episode we did a special um, episode on in my comics and cash show. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, at that time I was like, Obi's a robot. He's gotta be a robot. There's no way he could be there. All this. No, he's totally, you know, whatever. <laughs> totally not definitely wrong with that one. But I said, Loki will, Loki will survive. And he's going to start time. This is what makes him start to time skip. And he's got to go find all of his friends. I remember making that prediction. He's got to go assemble the Avengers, the TVA again, mm-hmm. you know, and I was right. so excited. I was, I was finally right about one prediction ever in writing and, <laughs> and everything else, you know? Um, but that, that episode was, it was, it was a fantastic episode. It surprised me. Um, the spaghettification of a character was new to me at that time. And then they went whole hog in the next episodes, you know, yeah, like all of a right. sudden everything spaghettified. Yeah. Right. Know? I know that was wild. And, and like, not only was the spaghettification of a character is of Victor timely, who I don't know about you, but for me, I was like, this guy's got to play an important part in, in the finale. Cause mm-hmm. like it's Victor timely. He's like fixing the loom and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, boom, dead. And I was like, Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> We're going in a much different direction than I expected. Yep. So yeah, that was, that was a wild cliffhanger leading into episode five, but oh, you yeah. mentioned episode five. So we get into all these different like timelines and stuff like that. And Loki has to basically reassemble everybody into recreate the tva i guess yeah and basically his, his, is what he's trying to TVA do tva team his tv avengers, <laughs> TVA <laughs> yeah, avengers. right yeah and it's it is so wild too because like we saw you know in trailer leading up to season two we saw mm-hmm. clips of people kind of like in their variant stage like you know in their own timelines and stuff like that we get the clip of uh owen wilson mobius like on the jet ski like doing the commercial you know, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So finally, all these characters come into play. But the crazy thing is they all have zero recollection or anything of the TVA. They're all from their own timelines, doing their own thing. So they're all they all come to this like Kiwi Kwan's base or whatever. And they're like, what the heck are we doing here? <laughs> like coming to that, it was just like, how is he going to? How? How is he going to recreate this? I just don't understand how this is going to work. Yeah. Poor OB. It was wonderful storytelling. The characters all had their moment to show what they were like as regular people, too. We all got to see everybody as who they were, whether they were a doctor taking care of patients. They were an aspiring writer that's also, you know, a, a college professor or maybe they're, uh, you know, a, 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 a ATV sports and and CDU, uh, you know, uh, selling sales, sales, sales guy. <laughs> or maybe they're one of the few people that escaped Alcatraz. You know, these characters all came from a lot of places. Or you're, or you're a, a Asgardian princess hiding as a McDonald's employee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they gave a great opportunity for everybody to get a modicum of depth in humanity that we didn't get to see in them in their roles in the TVA, which was wonderful. And I felt like that was what was special about that episode to me. We got to see what made them tick 
Right. That was really cool. And, and just going to even just going to those different, like, you know, time periods and stuff like that. I've been saying it from the beginning, you give me a buddy cop show with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, just going to jump into different time periods. I mean, like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. And, so, and I feel like somewhere in the future in movies, none, even Marvel related, somebody's going to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we get, oh, we, we cast so-and-so. Yeah. Get uh, somebody call so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> I think this could work. Um, <laughs> we've seen their energy. They could yeah. make this work. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It, it's it's going to happen one way or another whether it's Marvel or somebody else. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was cool to see him jumping back and forth. One thing that I thought was just hilarious about this episode is that, you know, you get Kihu Kwan as OB. He, you know, he's just so matter of fact, like he just tells you what it is. He's still that character, just like in a different sense in this, like one of my favorite lines in this episode is when he's like, Oh, you just got to learn to time, like control your time slipping. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. In fact, like he is a science fiction writer mm-hmm. who has no idea what the TVA is, has no like has never seen any of the science fiction stuff happen in real life. But yet he's like, oh, that's what you got to do. You just got to learn to control it. And Loki's like, uh, OK, I don't think I could do that. But yeah, that was fantastic. But then he does. Then he does. Spoiler. Did you? Okay. So this is one thing that I thought from moving from five to six, mm-hmm. which I'm very satisfied with how six ended. So this didn't like, you know, detract from my viewing of it or anything. But like when we were in episode five and Loki's finally learning to control his time slipping, I was almost kind of like, man, this feels like a little cheaty. He's like, oh, man, I now I could just do whatever I want. I just control the time slipping. Right. And I was like, man, it's, it almost feels like a little bit reductive. Like, I feel like they come up could come up with a better complex like way to end the season. But then obviously, like episode six rolls around and like it played out perfectly and I didn't care at all yeah. about that. but in episode five I was like man this is almost getting a little too timey wimey you know and up to that point they had handled all the time stuff very well yeah in my opinion like yeah. and you as like a science fiction guy did you feel like they've handled that pretty well throughout the whole look in season one and two because they handled you know they did time stuff in season one too but uh, I feel a like time guy that hates time stuff because I feel like it's lazy. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting at. I'm I hate time stuff because it feels like it's lazy. And I'm I'm one of those people, and unfortunately, other people have heard me say it, but I'm one of those people that thinks the Russo brothers screwed up the MCU <laughs> with Endgame. Wow. They, okay. They, yeah, they they introduced time travel, bro. They introduced time travel, they killed Tony, they made Captain America old, they killed they killed Black Widow and they gave us Professor Hulk. And they, <laughs> they did know, a and, lot of things. And they, and they made Brie Larson this 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 bo- this wooden plank, you know, just coming in. And I blame the Russo brothers for everything that's wrong with Marvel right now. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I know. Nobody nobody ever wanted to hear me five years ago when I was complaining about this. Like we should do <laughs> now. Now I everybody's love the movie. I love the movie, but I didn't like that we didn't reboot afterwards. Right. Right. So I'll yeah. get back to anyways, but I don't like, I do not like time travel, but I love the characters in this story. And I liked how that this place operated outside of time 
cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that means there were some rules that were going to get at play. Right. Until the the I can reboot the system. Oh, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I know. It just kind of felt like it fell into the like they were doing a really good job of, of following their own rules yeah. until that happened. And then it was like, oh, okay. Well it was like, well, I can reboot her. <laughs> You, oh. you can't, but by the way, oh, and then you can use magic too. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it, was just like, yeah. it was like, wait, there's just been, have you tried turning it on and off again? So Obi's had all this time. Have you tried turning it on and off again? The number one cardinal rule of anybody that's ever worked customer support in IS. <laughs> yep. Number one thing. Have you tried turning it on and off again? He's had that at his disposal the entire time and it doesn't become clear to him. It doesn't become clear to him until mm-hmm. that that what right yeah three, episode yeah, four very convenient i'm like very man convenient. that's what that 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 made me mad but at any rate i kind of laughed at it because i was still having fun i enjoyed the mm-hmm. show so i didn't feel like their version of time travel and all the things that they were doing was lazy i did not feel that way at all but there was a couple of cop-outs in there mm-hmm. yeah i do right. agree with that yeah but overall i'm not a bad i'm not a future mm-hmm. i'm not a a time travel dude i get that i feel like you mentioned it can it doesn't always have to be this way like it can be well written but mm-hmm. it so often is not used as a cop out basically to you know cover plot holes yeah i was kind of starting to lean that way but when see like episode six rolled around i was like mm, yeah okay all right that could be forgiven i'm gonna let it i'm gonna let it go we're gonna, gonna let it slide. go yeah, I'm going exactly. to let this one not be something I pay attention to right now. Yeah, agreed. So episode five, it was good. Not my favorite of the series. I think episode four, going from episode four, like yes. bang, like amazing. Episode yes. five was really good. It was really good. I On our rating system, I think I'd still give that like a five, well, maybe even pushing like 5.5 5 mm-hmm. out of six. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a perfect episode. Really solid. It was episode. definitely up there. It was it was in that five point five range for me as well. Um, it was definitely close. It was that last little hump, right? It was that last little bump in the road. It was that last little thing he had to climb up and over. It you know to right. realize what he has to do, which is the last episode, which is yeah. episode six, which is the you know yeah yes, I would consider it a five point five. I'm good with that. And moving into episode six which i mean okay as far as marvel disney plus series i feel like that was an issue i mentioned before they were trying to cram a lot into these six episode formats Mm -hmm. and sometimes it was just like man you should have just went ahead and made a movie Mm -hmm. like i just didn't fit very well or extended it to like eight or ten episodes which like Mm -hmm. wandavision i don't feel like had you know that problem necessarily that WandaVision had other problems, but pacing and like, you know, ha- everything was not their issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, like Hawkeye even, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like they suffered from that issue. Mm-hmm. But Loki, I feel like they did a pretty dang good job of having a good vision through the first and second season. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell that they could at least map out the second season while Mm -hmm. they were writing the first season as well. They connected perfectly. I mean, like we saw that going from 
episode six of the first season to the premiere of episode two. They like happened like right there, like picked up right off the bat. And I think they did a really good job at wrapping this up in a very satisfying way, which again, can't really say that for a lot of these series. No. So where does this finale specifically sit for you um, on the whole scope of the finales of Disney you Plus know, Marvel shows. It's something we talked about a little bit earlier on your Patreon as well. Um, this is 14 years in the making, right? While this was a resolution that furthered a greater story in the MCU in many ways, shapes, or forms, it took Tom Hiddleston's Loki 14 years to reach true redemption. Did he technically redeem himself in a myriad of ways as well at the beginning of Infinity War when he gets when he dies and he's trying to say, but, you know, that was also Loki being Loki. It was um, playing with the betrayals and, you know, hopefully wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'll get out of this this time, brother. And he doesn't. And then that sucks. But yeah. this was this was a this was a lot of character development. This was a lot of parts and pieces coming to an end in a satisfying way where he got to at the same time to kind of ride off into the sunset, right? Which we don't get with a lot of characters. A lot of our characters have to die, have to grow old or disappear, or, you know, or like be just mm-hmm. like thrown somewhere off on the side. This is, he is doing a job. You know, the job he is doing, he's taking that on. He's walking away and He's got it. He's got it handled. And that was an ending that we had not seen so far in the MCU. Nobody's been given that kind of a send off. You know, Captain Captain America had to disappear and grow old with Peck. What is that? Like, and watch all the (laughs) shit happen that happened. He had to watch that. You mean Captain America watched that all happen? (laughs) Right. We can can have some great conversations about that. But for another time. (laughs) Right. He he knew he was going to be hitting on his niece. You know, he he, he knew like all the things he watched and let happen. You know, all, all these things that we've had over these last few years. These lack of happy and these these lack of moments. Loki was the first one to get a happy ending, um, in some right. way, shape, or form. It wasn't even really happy. It was happy right. to him. He was he got happiness knowing that this was his ending. Right, that was special to him. He knew he saved his friends. This was the one way that everyone wins. Right, because his goal was to yes, never be alone. He didn't want to die alone. He didn't. He didn't want to die alone. But at the same time, too, he learned, though, that it was worse. The only thing worse than dying alone was watching all your friends die, you know, and knowing you could have saved them. And that's when that's when Loki went selfless. And I loved it. I I loved the arc. I loved the direction it took. The cinematography was tremendous. There was lots of emotion and feeling in every scene. I love the lighting. I love the coloring. And I and I love the thought too that is is Loki the reason why the time stone's green, you know when you when you yeah. when 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 you look back and you see him pulsating through everything and it's mm-hmm. that green that's right you just kind of reviving stuff, like, the branches there yeah is the time stone green because Loki's green is is that is maybe that it you, you know I mean to control his time slipping you learn to control other people apparently because when we're in that scene with he who remains when he's having that conversation 
multiple times apparently he also stops sylvie as well so it's like oh yep it was like oh you haven't figured that out yeah he's just like first of all i did and what makes you think this was the first time we had this <laughs> yeah. conversation oh man he had some good <laughs> good lines in that <laughs> yeah yeah and, he's, and that's when that's when he was just like oh oh yeah. okay i can be right. real now <laughs> okay okay yeah because up right. until this point like jonathan majors kang i have loved his he who remained loved victor timely yeah, Kang and Ant Man. I liked him too, but like not to the extent that I've liked these guys in in Loki. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool moment because like he's intimidating. He's intimidating as he who remains, and eh, not too much Victor Timely. That's not really his like character. But I loved how he could mock himself too, though. Yeah, right. Like, and and then yeah, he gets to that moment and he's like, oh, okay, that's the first time he's taken aback in this whole series. Like he knows everything up until that point. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're, now we're really talking. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a really cool reveal. Yeah. But I think what I like about going from five, what I mentioned in five is that he learns to control the time slipping. You kind of think like, ah, it's almost a little bit of a cheat code. Mm-hmm. He does this. And that's something I think they could have maybe emphasized a little bit more, but he mentions multiple times that he's, done this hundreds of times thousands of times oh, he's yeah. potentially been doing it for hundreds of years yes because he says Learning to, all those things yeah he says to ob like hey how long would it take me to learn everything about physics everything about you know everything you know basically and ob's like decades centuries maybe like I don't know, a really long time. So potentially Loki's been at this for a very, very long time. Yeah. So it's not like he just learned time slipping and boom, solved the problem. No, you know, that that's where I was like, OK, like I can forgive the time slipping time. We stuff. watch all that either. You know, right. See that that was what I that I would have liked to see a little bit of that just to prove it to us that like, hey, he, this wasn't just like a fixing the problem boom you know like it kind of ended up looking like in the episode he was at this for a while yeah if we showed that a little bit more that would have been all right with me but overall still phenomenal that they wrapped it up in a satisfying way instead of just kind of copping out basically very satisfying way i was blown away that to me was a six it was a six i know you haven't asked for the score yet I'm just going to beat you to it. Nope, that's fine, because that's right where I'm at, too. That was I, definitely a six out of six. I hope Best finale, I think, out of all of the all of Disney Plus shows. And by far, honestly, it's it's not really close, because a lot of the other finales were just not satisfying. You know, they just all frantic. Right. We're all trying to wrap up all these. We're trying to cram so much in. stuff into like 50 minutes of, you know, this episode and just man, it just does not end up satisfying you with the, with how the, all of the shows went. And this one was, it just, it did a really good job. I agree. hundred percent. You mentioned the moment that he goes out there, he's grabbing all the like strands, all the timelines and stuff like that, reviving them. And he like grows back his like OG, Tree. which I'm assuming is OG Loki oh, uniform yeah. or whatever. That was like, so cool because he's got the giant horns like you know he you see him in like i think it's the original avengers where he's got like his gold helmet on and the horns are pretty big like you know we saw in the variant the 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 place beyond yeah 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 yeah, exactly 
Yeah. Yeah. Classic Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the big horns and those look cool. But like, man, when we get to this, it's like, this is like giant horns and they're like made out of like some ember rock something or other. Yeah. Like they look sweet. Yeah. And he, I love that he was just like grabbing all of them and his suit just is slowly like materializing on him. That was just it was a wonderful such an epic transition. moment, dude. It was a wonderful transition. They did a great job yeah. on that, episode, that, that moment, that March. Yeah. His March to coming into to to becoming who he was meant to be who, right. who odin wanted him to be you know i mean truth is odin raised two good boys maybe the wrong ways and they both had to go figure a lot of these lessons out on their own it's like freya too would also give loki so much flack and i i a lot of people hate on thor the dark world but that's really loki's origin story up movie you know like yeah you can True. look at it, you know, Thor one was the was the one where we got Thor's origin story. Um, and yes, Loki's fall there. But Loki's redemption, where Loki, bec- where we find out Loki can be more than what we know him to be. And that's in Thor, too. That's in the dark world. Yeah. And that to me is is Loki's origin. Because I remember I remember when the first season of Loki was coming out, I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it. Wasn't sure. I had a hoodie, <laughs> but I wasn't sure. <laughs> and so I decided, you know what? I'm just going to watch the Thor movies again and see how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And I remembered getting to Thor 2 and I watched it. And then when the episode started, I was like, oh my God, that was from the movie. That was from the movie. That was from the movie. And the entire time I'm like, yeah. I'm hearkening back with my friend who has never watched that movie since it first came out because everybody was just like, this is the worst movie in the MCU up until that point in time, right? This was the dog of Marvel. (laughs) And it was in, you know, nobody wanted to admit that it existed. And I remember always being able to call that out because I remember seeing it recently just before the series started. And all of my friends that did go back and watched it, now they're just like, it does. Like it is the, it's not, it's not, the dark world it's not about malekith it's not about thor it's about loki and if you watch it like that there's a whole new appreciation for that movie all of a sudden it's not the worst movie anymore it's yeah. uh, you know it makes sense interesting i'm gonna have to go back and watch it in that light because i also was on that train that dark world is one of my least favorite mcu movies so. watch it and just think of it as think of it as this is loki's origin story and you're gonna watch and granted he's not in it as much as thor no of course mm-hmm. not but you have to see him. He's he's mad. He's angry. He's caught. He's broken. He's falling apart. He lost. He, like he killed his mother. Like the one person yeah. that believed in him. And then he's he does save his brother. And yes, he pretends to be dead. But he does save his brother. And he does oh. the the good the good Loki. All of a sudden, just like he's not he's not completely lost. Right. That was the origin of the Loki that we end up getting. That turns into. Big horns, Loki, the king of stories. So, yeah, at any rate. So cool. Yeah, definitely an incredible ending to a very good series. And, I mean, you mentioned this episode as a six. Overall, season two of Loki, what would you rate that? Six. I would six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Loki season two is what made Loki season one, Loki's period, the best thing to happen on Disney plus, right? If I had to, if I had to rate them insularly of themselves, I would probably give it similar to what we had between five and six episodes, five and six, a 5.5 and a six. 
Hmm. Um, because I did not like one of the episodes very much. It was episode three. It was really slow and boring. Um, but everything else was fantastic, right? I, I just yeah. watched them sitting on a rock and get stranded. That sucked. It's threw off the pacing of that season so badly. It was really yeah. strange. And this was the third series, too. And we'd seen that happen in mm-hmm. WandaVision. We'd seen it happen a lot in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And as soon because at first two episodes, we were doing a I was doing a live every single day after the episode came out with my friend Hero Harrison. And we would go live after every episode. And I remember looking at him after the first two episodes and was like, dude, did we just get again? And he's just like, what do you mean? He's like, I, like that was the worst episode ever. I go like, I feel like there goes the Marvel Disney plus pacing again, where it's all over the place and they don't know how to, they don't know how to spread these things out. Like, I hope I'm wrong, but man, I'm real. I might not. I, I was so upset at the end of this episode. I might not watch another one. And he's just like, no, you can't do that. We got people want to see us talk about it next week. Fine, fine. You know, I was that guy. I was the negative (laughs) Nancy. And dude, I have to tell you, I have never been bored with an episode since of Loki, period. I mean, everything else is still, like you were saying, it's all over the place. It's You never know what you're going to get any episode. That was the one episode that I didn't didn't get what I wanted out of it. And so that's why I would say that was a 5.5 season. But this was 100% a six. This is, and this moves that up to being untouchable to right. me in my, in my Disney plus time. I'm with you, man. I, I would also give this season a six out of six. And I, if I'm being completely honest, I'm pretty much with you on the, if you had to rate them separately, I think I'd give Loki season one a 5.5 as well mm-hmm. coming into it just cause I mean, man, but you put those together. You like, if you're, if I'm rating Loki as a show, It's really hard not to give it a six out of six because of that vision from season one to season two that just seems so complete as opposed to even some of the just one season runs of these other shows. Mm -hmm. So, man, I yeah, I'd I'd give this one a six out of six for sure. It, It was phenomenal. Everything that we wanted, I feel like. And. I don't know. It was such a good ending too, where like Tom Hiddleston did say in an interview that like, Hey, this is a great cap to my run as Loki. Mm-hmm. And he later clarified that he's probably not done as Loki, but like overall, what a great character arc that he's had in these yeah. 14 years in the MCU. Yes. And if it were the last time we ever saw him, you honestly, know, it'd note. be fine. Yeah. 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 He, he, like you said, he rode off into the sunset and we don't really see that with characters in the MCU. So no. Yeah. Really satisfying ending for Loki. If it is, and I, I do think we're going to see him in secret wars because they're going to bring everybody back for secret wars. Like it's, <laughs> it's well, going to be a wild I mean, movie. King Dynasty just lost his director. They've been, yeah. talking about, yep. they've been talking about ditching. Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors again a lot. You know, if the even if they did ditch Jonathan Majors, I hope they don't ditch Kang as a character because I feel like he's got a good character base going right now. Mm-hmm. And I would be a little sad if they deviated from that. I think there's a lot of things they could do, but I think honestly they could just recast and, you know, be fine. I think they should recast uh, yeah. if they had to. If, if they, they had to, so, right. I, yeah. At this point, like, you know, I, I, I've i mentioned on previous podcasts, like, they're not going to do anything until, like, something happens with Jonathan Majors yeah. because they made that mistake with James Gunn. 
Yeah. And man, yeah. just imagine he's not doing that again. Yeah. They're not making that mistake again. So, so they'll, they'll keep Jonathan majors in the mix until something is definitive. I agree with that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but either way, I, I really hope King stays a focal point in this, but yeah, with that, this and Daniel Critton um, exiting as director of, of King dynasty, it definitely looks like something is stirring. I think it's because Doom's on the way. Doom is a master of if time. Doom, Doom okay, if Doom takes over as, as Kang's character, I'm fine with that too. Because I want Doom so much. Doom's every. That's just what I mean, right? Doom's and Doom's an everyday bad guy. Yeah. Doom's in every every aspect of the game bad guy, right? Yeah. He'll he'll with Doctor Strange. He'll Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> with Fantastic <laughs> equally the across the board. Spider-Man across <laughs> he is an equal opportunity villain, right? Yes. There is nobody that he does not give grief to. And there's no place that's not talented to him. So yeah. you know, he is he is a statesman. He's got his own embassies, just like Wakanda gets. You know, he's he is a um a master of technology. He is a he is a master of the dark arts and the any arts. He is a a master tactician. He is he is one of the second smart. He's like one of the smartest people alive. Second to to read, you know. I mean, Jack of all trades, man. He can do it all. He's gonna be trouble. So I'd be okay with it. Yeah, that's why when people are just like, oh, but King deserves like, like, I don't really care. King was (laughs) kind of a C list villain to begin with. I see what we were going for. Jonathan Majors is a good actor. Hopefully, he he's he's not a he's not a bad person. And we can keep him. But if not, I'm okay with Doom. I'm okay with Doom all day. And if it's Henry Cavill, I will lose my... Oh my gosh, that would be incredible. That is the one (laughs) thing that I have stand for every single person to be cast. That is the one thing that ever since I thought of... I I, I saw him and I saw Doom with his arms like this. Oh my gosh, I I remember remember just scrolling through the internet and I remember seeing a Superman of Henry Cavill like that and like... Oh my god, he'd be awesome. light bulb. Yeah, that's when I was just like, that would be so cool. And then somebody else had already mentioned it too, so I'm just yeah, like, oh, of that original. Yeah, but I was just like, it would work. And I have stand that casting ever since. And if it's somebody else, okay, whatever. I'm still going to see it. But yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> be honest. Yep. But yeah, so love no. it, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Phil. Uh, where can you, uh, our listeners, find you on the internet? Um, I'm primarily on Instagram as one underscore true underscore nerd king. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at Comics and Chaos or on my own. I, I do have my own YouTube, but I'm not really doing anything with it yet. But you can definitely find me on Comics and Chaos. I'm on TikTok. I'm on threads. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the things, all the places. So just look for me. You'll find me. Um, but Instagram is definitely the place where I am the most. Awesome. And all of uh, your links will be in show notes for our listeners to check you out as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, man. It's been a blast. It was an honor, brother. I really sincerely appreciate it. And to the rest of the guys that weren't here, you know, hopefully I'll get to meet them again some other time. Um, And to everybody listening, uh, thank you guys for humoring me and and allowing me to join your favorite people uh, this week (laughs) and um, have a great time. So thank you so much. And listeners, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast experience. We love you, 3000, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at the Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at theinfinitybros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send listener feedback via social media or email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.